Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Before we continue where we left off, let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Han, will you begin? Hello, I'm Han, playing Winnie, Guardian of the Shared Sky. Brennan? Hi, I'm Brennan. I'm playing Brother Arcos Gerard, Priest of Furia. Rob? And I'm Rob, playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night. And I am Amelia Som, your GM. And all of you have heard, I believe, Julian say a word that you do not recognize. Run that by me one more time. What was that word? Mausolea. I've never heard of that. I believe the word is mausoleum. There's a section of the monastery that builds them. It's for, it's like a fancy grave. No, it it was it was mausolea. And I heard it, so that's that's how it sounded. Can Luft make a roll for it? Um for, yeah. Forgot about Luft. I would say if you got like a twenty. Word. Uh <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Askarath, you're an educated person. Anything from you? No, I uh, don't know that one. <clears throat> I mean, we're in like the biggest library in the world, maybe. So yeah, I imagine we might be able to find something there. Lilith might know something. Maybe we go back to her. But uh, 
just to, just to remind me where we left off, it was the three of us that went into the the void thing and then Julian who just stepped out of it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, would anyone else like to step into the middle by uh before we move on? I'm good. Easily Don't the last any. time I will ever do that. Yeah. Don't need any spooky shit. Uh Craig says, Yeah, I'm down for the spooky shit. Let's get this over with. And uh they walk to the center and around the vomit. Um, and as they stand there, you see them kind of just like wait for something to happen. And they sort of get like a distant look as they're staring in middle distance. And just like some tears well up in their eyes. They just sort of stand there for a couple minutes, breathing, focused on something you can't see. And then a little while later, steps off. And anything of note? Primordial and godlike in nature, perhaps? Nothing primordial, just stories, I guess, about gods. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's whatever at this point. Um, but you wanted to go research? Yeah, I mean, we're in a library. Seems to, we got a mysterious word in front of us. I feel like we're in the best place we could be. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. And let's go back to Miss Lilith, who I love and stand. Absolutely. Yeah, we need more. Of her. I don't remember what her voice sounds like, but probably didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, you all head back in, I don't know, making a, a right and two lefts. Down the stairs, what, around the corner. Yeah, to grandmother's house we go. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> Um, and you guys have probably been out, like, for all of these things, like, probably about 20, 30 minutes. Um, and as you get back, uh, Huron is like reading through a book and has a couple others stacked up and Lilith is back at the reference desk working. Okay, I'm going to slowly approach her again and just very patiently Get the singular wait. finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to wait for that. Yeah. Um, this time you wait probably like five minutes and uh, she looks up and says, how can I help you? Well, you pointed us in a great direction. Um, we got something new, and we were wondering if you could help us with something that we've never heard of before. All right. Uh, what is it? 
Um, I motion for Julian to come over. Yeah, uh, he does. He's probably walking. He's probably up near you, but yeah, okay. he walks okay. up. Um, Mausolea, was it, Julian? Yeah. Um, she kind of furrows her brow and says, like a mausoleum? See, that's what Arco yeah. said, Ar- but he said no. <laughs> like he said it's a different closing. thing. <laughs> um, do you have any idea what mausolea could be? Any other, and kind of looking toward Julian, um, context clues or context at all? And he says, no, just, just the name, a name, that's not nothing, give me a moment, and uh, she excuses herself and kind of walks down, um, if you do follow her, you don't have to, there's nothing plot related happening here, except for uh, she goes to one of those giant drawers full of all the little reference cards. And uh, as she walks, a few jump open and the cards kind of start flying about, some going in front of her face. She stops to read them, others flying past. It takes her about like a fraction of a second to read all of the information on these little cards. And uh, you see books start flying and making their way to the reference desk and to another table next to the one that uh, Hjordan is at. And they open up and pages are just twirling and flitting like wind as uh, she moves throughout. Um, If someone wants to make a notice check. I'm good at notice. I'll do a notice check. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm good at notice. I'm going to pull up my shit. I think what matters is that you're better than us at notice. Yeah. D6 (laughs) plus two. Simply roll high. Yeah. <laughs> I just think Luft as a person Ooh, is not those... trying to notice much besides the pretty books flying. Fair enough. Well, 16. Oh. With a 16, as you see these things flying, you cannot read as fast as Lilith, who has some sort of supernatural guidance. Um, but you do kind of catch some of the spines of books and some of the reference cards as she is now moved from being right in front of this like case of drawers um, back into the library, almost as if she is conducting an orchestra, the movement of all of these books and things that flit past her eyes. You catch, you can tell that the things that she is looking at have a very wide range of subject matter and they mostly seem to be uh, reference books, like kind of, uh, you know, like a history anthology, folklore anthologies, lists of important people, famous places, histories and prehistories. And so you can tell that it's a very broad range of subject matter. There's concepts, alchemical concepts, arcane concepts, magical practices, evolution of magic, rune writing, ancient languages, languages translated into other languages, dictionaries, thesauruses, every single piece of reference material throughout here and you get gather pretty quickly that this is a very thorough fact-finding mission trying to find something that could lead to something that could lead to something 
And after about 10 minutes of this physical orchestra, the books come to a slow stop and reshelve themselves, the cards lying back into the drawers. And she says, Hmm. I... I think I'll have to check the restricted section. Oh, I was so hoping you'd say something like that. What a beautiful thing for a librarian to say. Indeed. That's Where so is fun. your restricted section? Kind of looks at you, squints a little. That is not your concern. <laughs> oh, it's a secret. Oh, it's so just perfect. Um, what, do people and- try and sneak in there often? Is this a security violation? Not often, no. <laughs> but one time. <laughs> oh, yes! Uh. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I just heard an old tale about... Uh, <clears throat> well, I bet it's in a book somewhere here. It you can find it later. Is. Moving on. Jeez. <laughs> so I'm like... I, so, you... you <laughs> I, Arcos is going to be convinced... I don't know if this is accurate for um, what, what's happening. He's going to be convinced that he's talking about the time uh, Magnus got himself banned for life. And he's like, this is not something we really want to be talking about right now. He's like, yes. He's trying to drown it out. She just kind of looks between the two of you. <laughs> Right. If you will wait here, it may be a while, but I will return with either information or hopefully something helpful. Thank you, Lilith. Is it dangerous where you're going? Knowledge is always dangerous. Uh... Luft is going to, like, lean over to Arcos and, like, hit him in the ribs, and he says, Oi, mate, I think I have a crush. <laughs> the, the last thing we need is for more than one of your forms to get banned out here. Let's, let's keep things professional. <clears throat> aye, aye, sure. Well, Watch is there anything that... grin off your face. <laughs> you always look like that. I can't help but smile. I'm in a good mood. I think she's out of your league. <laughs> uh, Luft uh, ignores that. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he asks, So, since you're doing us quite a big favor by going on this wild goose chase, is there anything we could do for you in return? No. This is my job. Wild. Okay. Well, I suppose we'll make ourselves at home. Not too at home. Oh, don't worry. We'll be uh, perfect guests. 
and uh, she turns in the opposite direction of the hallway that you all went down and disappears behind a wall. Not literally, not like a magical wall, just like turns a corner, just to clarify. (laughs) Psst, psst. Oi, should we follow her? Don't get me in trouble, please, Luft. Oh, come on. You're all heroes, adventurers. You're not gonna sneak after a librarian so and break into a library. So we need to act like upstanding citizens. I don't understand why that's part of the job description. Let's leave it up to a vote. Who votes that we absolutely shoot ourselves in the foot with an arrow and end all of our mission and possibly jeopardize the world with foolishness of following this person where they ask not to be followed? All in favor, raise your hand. She's gonna come back. Like, Are you speaking literally about shooting yourself in the foot? I can shoot you in the foot if you'd like me to do that. Oh, I'll obey you to see that. All right, all right. We're just saying, it seems very He said okay. When it's okay. He agreed. Argos, do you want me to shoot you in the foot? I don't. It was a metaphor. You've never heard the <laughs> phrase, shot in the foot. It's when you do something foolish that's self-destructive. I have, but I did. I, you know I'm the best shot around. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I would Though gain nothing I will follow my own sh- rule, and I will be an upstanding citizen. I will be an upstanding citizen in this library. I will not be shooting anyone in this library. She's just kind of like recollecting herself. Luke is going to like go up to behind you and be like, "Give in to your desires." This Stop is not it. a desire; it's a metaphor. Shoot the giant in his pig toe. I will not be doing no such thing. Don't. As this conversation has been happening, uh, both uh, Julian and uh, Craig like slipped away to like just go look in the library and look at books and shit and weird magic stuff. Can I slipped off to be alone <laughs> to go I... between the stacks in the library? Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Is is my is is Julian dating Craig? Is this a thing I can roll to, to find out? <laughs> You're just gonna roll to see what what Two are you looking for? Two in a library. <laughs> um, I think I think Luft is just trying to just like totally vibe check those two. Yeah, go ahead and give me like, vibe check. Yeah, uh, what does um, Luft have a different stat block than Magnus? No, it's the same. Oh. Should we do like a notice? What are we looking for here? Yeah, we can do a notice. Notice, okay. Mag- I mean, love is basically magic. Can I detect magic? Oh, I don't have yeah, that. sure. Detect- you want to write a PowerPoint and detect magic? Go for it. Yeah, okay, maybe not. <laughs> There's magic um, in this library. Thank you. <laughs> got a seven. Okay, you're... Um, I will say, it's not like... The energy with which they left to go hang out by themselves was not like oh let's sneak away it was more like i don't want to deal with whatever the fuck is going (laughs) on in this conversation um but hard to say exactly like they're not like overtly flirting they're not like touchy-feely but they they do seem close but their hands do you're, swing like oddly close together when they're walking side by side. Got you're it, not going to stop it. me from shipping them is the thing here <laughs> is the thing that we all need to keep in mind. I'm going <laughs> to ship them See, w- regardless of whatever you say. As is your right. 
Um, so, I guess we just wait here and cause no trouble. Okay. I'm shooting a, a glare to Luft because I don't like the way he said that. Well, there's I just got to be a better way to pass the time. Reading I mean, there are probably the... millions of books in this library that are not in the restricted section that you could open up and have a good time looking through. Hmm. But see, the thing is, is that I find a story so much better when somebody tells it to you. And Would you it's... like me to read you a bedtime story, Luft? Hmm. Perhaps, if that's the story that's in your heart. I want to hear the story of you. Who are you exactly, Winnie? I Who mean, how long... Here? How long have you got? Hmm. Longer than we need. I, I don't think that's a... A story to dive into in such a public place as this. I mean, there's hardly a person here besides ourselves. And it's just a story, after all. This is the place for it. And to record it. Maybe another time. And uh, I'm... Winnie's gonna <laughs> avoid this conversation and go somewhere else. <laughs> go look at a book. Yeah, yeah go look at a book. You spend a year of your life nearly dying with somebody and you don't know their whole life story. Um. Weird turn of events. Winnie, go ahead and roll um, any die you want. Just let me know which die you're rolling. I like d12s, so I'm okay. gonna roll a d. You know what? No, I'm gonna, I'm, I lied. We, I don't think we've rolled a d20 yet in this campaign, so I'm gonna roll a d20. Okay. Eight. Okay. Yeah. As you um, you go through the library, you just pick up some random book. It's uh, actually a cookbook. Perfect. More pancake recipes. Me next. Yeah, Me next. More can, I it? can I look for a book? Uh, yeah. Are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, actually, don't tell me. Just roll a die and let me know what die you roll. Right, I'm going to go with a d12. Okay. Seven. Yeah, with a seven, as you walk through the library, you uh, find yourself an underwater atlas. Um, the ocean between uh, Koira and Alria, and it has essentially a map of underground cities that existed in the at least the previous epoch or perhaps before just entire ruins just like maps of where they are and it talks a bit about like navigating ocean currents how ocean currents change over time weather patterns the jet stream winds or like what the fantasy version of the jet stream is um and all of that about uh it is written toward a land-dwelling audience about like the history of travel and navigation in ancient sea societies. That? Societies. Societies. <laughs> sea societies. Sea societies. That's a better one. Uh, I'm going to sit down with that one. <laughs> that will keep me occupied. That's cool. Yeah. 
I think Luft like just sort of looks at you as you take down this book in the Atlas and watch you flip through it, and after a few minutes, sort of looks bored and looks over your shoulder and just like puts his finger on one of the sunken cities and says, Oh, so that's where that went, and then walks away over to her and <laughs> That's no, I'm gonna say this out loud. Like, that will never be less disturbing. <laughs> and it will never not be funny. How did you is my voice that loud? You're a giant, mate. Your voice is always loud. I picture Askarath in the distance, like that like, being like, yeah. <laughs> um, Luft is going to approach her and, and his books and say, Oh, hello there again, friend. It looks like you've been busy. Yeah, I am um, just trying to Understand the world. Ah, that's a noble pursuit. And what have you learned? A lot. A lot about magic, about history. God, it's uh, not been very long. I've just been thumbing through some of these books. Hmm. And what do you hope to gain at the end of your pursuit of this knowledge, Heron? Um, clarity, I think. I feel like I've spent quite a bit of my life listening to other people's lies. So I think I want to find the truth, wherever that may be, for me. That sounds like a noble pursuit. Truth be told, I'm not quite sure I know what you mean, but I have trouble thinking that hard about things like that. A lot of what I know is sort of grass under your feet, Nice garden outside the windy. That sort of thing. Keep your world small and things stay simple. But the farther you wander out into the woods, the more tangled the roots get underneath your feet. Or something like that. Hmm. Are you... Okay. Probably not, is the answer that comes to mind. Although okay is sort of a relative term. Relatively, then. Magnus is, um, he's thinning out. He's, uh, he's not quite as, and he sort of gestures with his hands in the air. The farther you stretch yourself with magic, especially the sort of magic that Magnus uses, eventually uh, sort of makes you two-dimensional after a while, until you become more of an imprint on the magical world than you do a real person. 
That's what happened to the first Luft, or I should say, what happened to me before I hitched a ride. And to the autumn stranger, and to a certain extent, all the other gods too that used to be mortal men and women. Or, at least, sort of, I don't know. It sort of varies. But I'm not as real as some other things, and some other people. Mm. Does Magnus know this is happening to him? It was sort of always in the cards, but I don't know that he fully gets it. I don't know. I don't know if he knows or not. I would say that he knows intuitively that he's declining. I don't think he fully understands the enormity of the deal he made with Jorgen. Oh. I wasn't supposed to say that. But he didn't stop me. Curious. Will he be coming back? I, yes, I think so. He's never not come back before. <laughs> uh, but he's still in here, and it's not too late for him, I don't think. There is a deep magic in stories, and there's quite a few now about Magnus. If he doesn't die by more mortal means, I fancy that eventually he'll sort of wither away until he's just a story. So, that path doesn't necessarily have to happen for him, although I don't know if he or anyone else can really stop it. But, if you'd like, I think I could return him to you. And maybe he could tell you himself. If, uh... I don't want to... rush him, if that makes sense. I suspect he'll get a clue and make himself known when he needs to. He's not at all powerless. But there is a sort of logic to this sort of thing, I suppose. Right. Well, I'll be here when he comes back. Right. And Luft looks, like, very dazed. Like, he doesn't look well. <laughs> he, like, he normally looks, like, very, like, tanned and even colored, but he looks quite pale during this conversation, as if he was, like, sharing to somebody, like, a very bad diagnosis that they had received at the hospital. Uh, what does Luft do after this? Um... I suppose... I think he's going to approach Askarath. Yeah, Askarath is just uh, kind of also wandered a bit reading a book. Hey there. Hi. So, why did you come along to the library? 
something about the crypt? That doesn't Either help. <laughs> um, I I see. What um? How do you know articles? <laughs> uh, we used to be uh, we used to be really close. We met up when we were young both working for the church, uh, took different vows. So we ended up working together a lot. Hmm. Uh, yeah, just, uh, known him since we were early teens, mid teens, not quite grown up together, but pretty close. That sounds lovely. I haven't lovely. seen him in a while. It was till it wasn't. <laughs> Oh, little trouble in paradise, then. Well, you met him. He's a handful. <laughs> I don't think that I uh, I should be, be casting stones at glass houses. But no, yes. you shouldn't. Yes, we're, we're both sort of handfuls. Yeah. So, if he's such a handful, then why are you sticking around? Uh... Because when we were in that crypt, I was told y'all needed help. And I have a back and forth relationship to destiny. I think that destiny can be whatever you choose. So if someone lays a quest before you, well, I'm the kind of person who's going to take it. If the world's at stake, I'll do what I can to help. Hmm. That's sort of romantic. It seems like you're implying that your destiny is intertwined with Arcos. My destiny's intertwined with all of you. <laughs> well, now who's being risque? My, my. Is there a reason you came here to talk to me? Luft kind of shrugs and says, I like hearing stories. I like connecting with people. I try to learn more about the world before I eventually have to leave it again. And sharing stories brings people together. It's sort of the foundation of the family unit and society as a whole. Sharing stories, trading knowledge. Building something bigger than yourself. Yeah, I guess so. I bet you have a fair few interesting stories that you never had a chance to tell. I look forward in the future, perhaps, hearing one or two by a campfire. Perhaps. <laughs> okay, I'll let you get back to your book. Sorry to bother you, Askarath. Uh, this one's actually for you. Oh, you don't say. And he takes it. And uh, she walks off. Uh, I look down at the book. What is it? What book is it? Uh, just a collection of poems. Oh, uh, that was thoughtful. They're about immortality. 
Well, now that is quite thoughtful. I think. Um, and he starts, like, really combing through them, like, trying to, to absorb as much of them as possible. I mean, like, it, he's enjoying them, but he's, like, very curious to find yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to let you roll for anything. Uh, that's just a little Rob puzzle to work on poem about immortality okay i'm like a little rob puzzle okay look fuck me up yeah as you all take to your your books and your reading um an hour goes by two hours goes by you're almost at the three hour point um when uh, Lilith returns and uh, you all can make your way back toward the reference desk. There's a pretty loud door that's closed. You heard it creak open when she left and now that she's returned, it closes again. And uh, she looks exhausted. I don't know. I, I, there is nothing in here. Suspiciously, nothing. Nothing as though it's never been thought of, or nothing as though it's been erased. I am inclined to believe the latter. There are passages mis missing from ancient texts, from carvings. I never really noticed it before, never was looking for it, there is a space left behind by the shape of whatever mausolea was. And not only do I not know, I don't know where to find that information. So what you're saying is that it's your best guess that somebody went through the entire library and known records of the House of Anemeros and scrubbed this thing from all memory? Yes. That's got to be the best prank of all time. <laughs> the scale of it. The mastery at which somebody would... But how would you even go about doing that? But you said there's stuff missing. Would you be able to glean from the context of what's not missing? Like, what what books are you looking at that has the missing text? What 
where are you finding these gaps? I don't remember. I I remember, but I don't. I see a a part and I I recognize the feeling in my mind's eye. I'm looking at the page where the ink has been scraped or maybe never was there and I can see the shapes of the letters and paragraphs around it but I can't recall what they are as soon as I close a book I know that I have read it but I don't remember what it said oh well to be fair that's how I feel about reading every book <laughs> you turn the last page and I can damnly remember what I ever read this is not a joke <laughs> I, this has I, never happened. Um, but so what she's not saying... Not in any history that I remember, but then again, if it had happened, apparently something or someone or some effect just wipes it clean. I... So what you're saying sort of sounds like putting all jokes aside that you were reading all these ancient texts and you'd come across something that may or may not have been related and then you don't recall reading it as if it was prevented from lodging in your brain. Yeah, that's that's about right. Do you know Ma of anything that might have magic strong enough to accomplish that sort of thing? know any gods i mean oh, my, few, i, I am the head librarian of anemeros i am the keeper of the keeper of memory's memory if i can't find it i don't know where it is or where it could be could i perchance Borrow a quill and a piece of paper. Yes, uh, sure. And uh, she hands you both. Pulls it out from the desk, rummages for a bit. Okay. She's a little, like, shaky. Um, Luft, in a very, like, uh, fine, cursive, elven script, writes, I am, mm -hmm. and then does his best guess to spell Basilea. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, uh, how do you spell mausolea? Um, you can't look it up. <laughs> M-A-U-S-O-L-E-A, mausolea? As you write down, I am mausolea, uh, the words as soon as you write them you don't see them anymore the page looks blank ah well that sort of clears that up then there is some worldwide cosmic magic that's erasing the concept of mausolea from very existence But we know it, and we're not forgetting about it either. It would seem not. 
but we also can't write anything about it down. So maybe it's just erased from text and not memory? Maybe we need to find a person instead of writings. Yes, it's like one of the old stories, an, an oral tradition, passed down by generation by generation, and never written down. Well, if, if my assumptions are correct, this word predates the last two epochs, at least. It would be difficult to find someone who's been alive that long on this plane, at the very least, let mm. alone willing to talk to you. On another plane, perhaps? Perhaps. Um, well, you have the divine realm of Sar. Granted, everyone who is there is already dead, and it's sort of a one-way ticket. Um, that is an option. Uh, if you can find a way back. Um, the likewise, I would recommend against finding someone in core. It would not be worth your while. Roth, I don't imagine anyone there would be willing to talk to you without a steep price, and maybe not before they killed you. Ulfair is perhaps your best bet for people with living memory and a willing to communicate in a way that makes sense i've found alstice to be far too tumultuous for classical information gathering which i think would be the most helpful here hmm all fair i can work with can good I, can i roll a Common knowledge? Question mark to know yeah. if I would know anyone who has Please been alive it. that long. Do um, it, do it, do it so bad. Perfect. Three thousand year old Fay. Where where are they at though? <laughs> yeah, well, um, I'm just looking to see if there's any. Yeah, I guess it would be common knowledge, um, which I have a D8 in. So, D. Oh boy, I'm spending a Benny on that one. Hee hee, ha ha. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Um, you do not know anyone personally. I figured, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know that there are Fae who have lasted through the past several epochs. Um, who tend to exist at very secluded and remote levels of society, certainly who do not in interact with you. Um, you would know that uh, Mirovi is the, acts as a sort of keeper of lore and histories, and that she would likely know either one of the ancient fae um, from whom each of the 
uh, seasonal courts is a sort of spiritual descendant. Um, you also would generally know that very, very little is known about the Dusklands and the Court of the Dawn. But they are, in fact, the oldest court. They, however, do not interact with outsiders in any real functional capacity. Perfect. Time it's to go visit my fucking mother-in-law. <laughs> Amazing. Good to know. Is she really your mother-in-law? Yes, Morovi is Winnie's mother-in-law. Let's <laughs> go. I think she was the bitch you ever did meet. <laughs> well, if you have connections in Olfair, I would say that is where you should start. Yeah, I think I have an idea of who to talk to, but Lilith, thank you so much for everything that you've done today. No thanks necessary, like I said. This is my divine charge. I only wish I could be of more assistance. You've done so much already. And uh, I think we're ready to head out, unless anyone has any more books they want to look at. I'll replace the uh, the one that I was reading about the, the underwater atlas. Um, and on the way back, we're just turn to Askarath and say... Uh, <clears throat> Perhaps being a guardian of the forest was the wrong calling. The faith militant doesn't seem nearly as interesting now that I think about it. Look at all these books. So much of the world outside of Forlorn. The walls of the monastery. Are you just now discovering books? (laughs) We had books at the monastery. Yes, and I was supposed to read them for class. And I read them. I perused the books. You perused them? I became a medic and a faith militant and smashed things and stitched wounds. What what did I need to know about theology? Aren't you a priest? There's more to books than theology. Also, you should have been reading books about stitch and wounds. Like, I cannot impress that upon you enough. <laughs> I suppose I read the basics. <clears throat> I. Arcos, the world is so much bigger. And. I feel like you've been using your faith as a shield against having to interact with the world around you and a protection from all the things you'd rather not bother yourself with. A useful tool. It's supposed to be a lens. Mine just has a few shades of paint on it, I suppose. You should probably work on cleaning that up. Before everything had happened in the crypt, I most likely would have told you, of course not, and scampered off. 
as much as a giant can scamper. But I think you might be right. Some I am. <laughs> At some point, it was easier to be a, a hero than a person. Or at least seen as one. Thousands of years of tradition and a steadfast reputation as the poster child for your order. They're impeccable. They're strong. People are much weaker. It's not as easy to interact with people as yourself. Well, people are all we've got. Argos is going to think for like a minute on how to like say thank you for saying that. You know, I think that makes sense. And then just be like, <laughs> um, just nod and smile. Be <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's a good point. And you all head out of the library. Where are you going now? Wait, do we? Do I get to? Can we check out like the books that are meaningful <laughs> to us, or do we have to put them back? Wants to use his library card. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to open a library card. <laughs> Having fun so hard. Uh, yeah, Luft is is going to make that realization like one step out the door and like pivot on his heels and say, "Excuse me, Miss Librarian." Miss Lilith, I nearly forgot. Um, I'd like to take this one with me, if you don't mind. Do I need to open an account or place a deposit? Swear on my life that I won't damage it. You will need to open a library card. Uh, yes. Okay, and uh, how can I do that? Uh, she holds her hand out. And he places his hand in hers. Yeah, she takes it. And then you see from under the desk, there's this little, like, kind of onyx black bowl. She turns your hand over and slits your palm and squeezes the blood into the bowl as she starts chanting at something in this arcane language throws some powder and water and things that you're not exactly certain or paying attention to in this moment and a fire bursts up forward in a fireball and it explodes kind right in front of you you start coughing instinctively at the smoke and you inhale it in and you see as you breathe in the smoke is like all entirely sucked into your lungs and in your body in one swoop I was told I have to hold it, or it won't work. <laughs> well, God's below, librarian. You know how to turn a man on. <sighs> she hands you the book as the wound in your hand seals, and there is a thin silver line across your palm from where it heals. And as she sets it, on your palm, she pulls it back up quickly. Do not return this late. And then sets it back in your hand. 
And do you mind telling me what the due date is before I get me nads cut off by you? She looks at you, smirks, and goes back to her bugs. <laughs> Queen. Restraint, restraint, Luft, restraint. We have a mission. We can't stay. We can't stay with the gorgeous librarian. <clears throat> okay. Ar- Arcus has been making his way over to Luft, like walking back from where he was heading. The minute he overheard, uh, you know how to turn the guy on, picks looped up by, like, the scruff of his neck, which I imagine, <laughs> like, you know, like, nine feet tall, just pick him up and be like, all right, uh, field trip's over, son. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, carry me, Argos. You, you understand. I'm going to drop him <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, go to pick him. Why am I using the <laughs> in-character voice? And then, like, decide, do I drag him out of here? Or do I pick him up? Because now I, I don't want to do either one, you know? Um, oh, wait, no. Do I not pick him up? All right, what good are you for being so big if you're not going to carry me? And he starts walking ahead of you. What, I didn't tell you it takes a few ounces of blood to check out a book? That would have been great information. You declined to mention that, but I appreciated the novelty of it being a surprise. No, oh, I'm glad you had fun. Aye, but don't think I'll be forgetting about this wee prank, Winnie. You're dealing with would... a band of merry pranksters in this skull, I'll tell you that. All right, give me all you got. I'm not afraid of you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. We'll see how you feel when you wake up with a snake in your knickers. I'm not afraid of no snake. You think I've never been in the forest before? What, have you ever had a snake in your pants? Don't answer that. You know... Not a snake particularly, no. Aye, my brain's too scattered for its own good. (laughs) Okay, um, what time of day is it? I don't know, afternoon, maybe? Okay, been here for a while. It's probably approaching evening, but it's the sun's still out, not quite setting yet. Okay, I'm going to kind of gather everyone around outside of the library, but not like trying to be away from the earshot of other people that may or may not be around. Um, all right, so seems like our next objective is to go to Ulfair. So now, by show of hands, how many of you have been to the Twilight Wilds? Luft raises his hand. I'm pretty sure Arcus uh, has not. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, Julian has been. Kind of. Well, like, like, very shyly sort of raises <laughs> his hand. Just Julian? Out of the rest of the NPCs? Yeah. Okay. What, what, Curran's gonna fucking raise his hand? I don't know, I don't know what he's been up to. Um, not, not cool shit. Not like y'all have been. <laughs> um, okay, so just a few out of a handful. Great. Um, so let's not go now, because the Twilight Wilds are a bit of an experience as compared to our dear old Kraith here. Um, we can go over, um, rules to remember before we head in, but I think for tonight, I think we should get rested because 
it would not be good to be uh, drowsy while we're in there. While you're in a new plane for the first time, I just think that's a good rule of thumb. Be nice and rested and aware and alert. Agree? Absolutely. All right. There is nothing to be afraid of, right? Um, As long as you stick together with me, there shouldn't be. I'm, I'm going to like lean down toward here and see. Like, see, there's nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> right. Just traveling between the planes. Now, I, I would not fault you if any of you, you know, newbies, rookies, whatever, would like to stay. Because I know jumping planes can be a scary concept. I, um, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that. All right, we can get you accommodated in REL. Absolutely. Uh, Askra says, where you all go, I go. All right. Well, um, for now, let's just find a place to rest up. I'm sure there's a place to stay, hotel, somewhere around here. Um, and then we'll hit the hit the bricks first thing in the morning. Yeah, you all um, head out. Uh, Winnie, you probably know like the nicer places in the city to stay. I mm. would imagine. Actually, yeah. no, Arcos, you probably when you came when you've been in the city have probably sprung for the bougiest stuff just because <laughs> of who you are as a person. Um, I'm an important Magnus person. probably more likely than Luft to know good places, probably banned from a few of them. Um, <laughs> Only general the shenaniganry and mishaps. Uh, but yeah, it is easy enough to find a good place to stay the night. Enough rooms, enough board. Um, Julian does uh, sneak off by himself. At some point. He is not the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like to think if no one else is doing anything, I like to think all of you are staying in the same room and you and Julian just have like a Spider-Man pointing. Like you both see each other yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> um, I won't tell if you won't tell. Just nods. And and then it's awkward because you both have to walk out like the, <laughs> the down the hallway direction. the same direction <laughs> because you're just in the hallway of like a hotel and then you go downstairs and you go out the front door because <laughs> it's not a secret from anyone else here so yeah. it's like you have to actually sneak around mm-hmm. um, and uh, Julian peels off uh, toward a very nice district in town one of the wealthier like in the direction of one of the very wealthy areas um and i would imagine the place you are heading not like not like poor not like slums but probably just like a middle mm-hmm. middle class mm-hmm. kind of area um and yeah you can probably guess where i'm going where i'm going <laughs> yeah you it's been a while how long do you think it's been since you've visited since i visited I've written a lot. I've maybe only visited like once since joining up with Argos and Magnus. So it's been months for sure, yeah, but probably, probably most of a year. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably the better part of a year. Um, and 
they've moved a couple times in the past few years just life circumstances the initial move into the city moving within the city uh you've only probably been to this location maybe three times the pathway there is seared into your memory it is not the middle of the night it is late evening the sun has set the streets in this area of town predominantly residential are quiet and you find yourself in front of a beautiful deep bluish gray wooden door there's a light on inside and sounds of conversation through the window um so when winnie and her sister i think were young i think they developed a knock between the two of them so they would know if someone's knocking on their door that it like it was them and i think that knock would be the syllables of their name so winnie's for example would be two knocks so it would be winnie hemlock or rowan hemlock and then ellie's would be eleanor hemlock so winnie does her secret knock on the front door there is a pause the muffled sound coming through the window quiet and you hear the response before the door creaks open and a half elven woman just barely younger than you looks at you eyes filled with tears and she hugs you with an intense ferocity of love a little pain Winnie just reciprocates and hugs her sister very tightly hi Ellie <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're alive yeah me too <laughs> As you all, your eyes closed into this hug that lasts for several moments. As you open and release, uh, you see Tosh, Ellie's spouse, uh, standing in uh, the kitchen of this house. It's attached. It's an open concept, kind of. Um, smiling very politely. Hatash, long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. Longer than it should have been. I know. As long as you know. Avi's asleep right now. Right, I, I figured. It's, it's late. You know, I, I would have 
I would have written to to say that I was dropping in, but uh, it was just kind of happening before I knew it, and we're here. <laughs> um, so sorry for not giving you a little bit of a heads up, but just kind of, you know, playing as we go. It's fine. We're used to it. Um, and then Ellie, do you need a place to stay for the night? Do you want to stay here? No, no, no. That's that's okay. Are you sure? No. I'm, Are you going to be back in the morning? No, yeah. I, I've got, you know, there's a whole group of us now at this point, and they're going to be expecting me first thing in the morning, so I'd... I, I won't impose on you, of course not. Um, I'm, I'm okay. It's not an imposition. Winnie, come on. You've been traveling for so long and everyone's talking about saving the world and things. You, you can say, have you eaten? Have you eaten dinner? Winnie puts her shoulder or her hands on Ellie's shoulders. Ellie, I promise. I'm okay. Thank you. Are you coming back tomorrow? I am not sure. You're uh, not sure. <laughs> Avi is sleeping, and you're not sure. I, I want to. You just you, do. You just not want to see him. No, I've, of course I do. You know I do. I just we we're going to Old Fair first thing in the morning. And of course you're going to Old Fair first thing in the morning. This is tough for me too, Ellie. Like I, I know, I know that I should be dropping in more, but I. It's <laughs> Winnie, you should be dropping in at all. Are you gonna be what do you want me to tell him? You want me to not tell him you came by? I don't know. You want me to tell him you had something busy? You want me to tell him you went to no, you went to the, the I, fucking Twilight Wilds or I, whatever? I wanna see him. Ellie, you know I do. And I don't wish it was this way, but it is. And I It is because you choose for it to be. Winnie. You know it's more complicated than that, Ellie. What do you want me to tell him? I want you to tell him that his mama misses him and wishes she could have seen him and that she'll be back as soon as she can. And when he asks how soon is soon, should I tell him another year or... We'll... I'll stop by before we leave Rail. I promise. You promise. I promise. And that won't be long. I don't know how long our, our journey is going to take us in Ulfair, but I've got a few rookies coming in with me, so I can't keep them in there long. So, soon. It's not going to be a year. It's not going to be a month. It'll be soon. Winnie, I love you. But you can't do this forever. I don't want to do this forever. I didn't even want to do this for this long. But you know that I have an oath to uphold. And I know. I, I plan... And I know that when this is over, I really believe, Winnie, I believe that you want to be better. But you never put him first. You don't think I'm not doing this for him? 
I think you you're think doing this I'm for not you. doing this so he can grow up in a world that's better than the one we grew up in? He's going to grow up in a world without his mom. He's already growing up in a world without one of his moms. And that's what I'm trying to fix, Ellie. And right now he has neither. He's got right one. Now, he has me and Tosh. No, he has you once every year, maybe. And right now, he's asking when all the other kids are in school, talking about his mom, talking about this, talking about that, wondering why you're not here, wondering if, if we're supposed to be looking after him. You know, he gives us the Mother's Day presents because you're not here to fucking pick him up. You shouldn't be caring about what other people think. I don't care about what other people think. I care about what he thinks. I'm doing the best I can, Ellie. This is what's best for him right now. If if I don't this go is with what's these easy people, for you. What's best for him is being with whatever family he's got. And I'm happy to be there for him. He's one of my favorite things in this world. But he wants you. And he has you. If you would just let him. You know I want that more than anything. No. You almost want it more than anything. What do you think I'm doing this for then, Glory? For I think you're revenge? Doing it. <laughs> I don't know why you're doing it. I think you're doing it because you're good at it and you know you can. And I think you're scared. And I'm doing this because I love you. And because that boy deserves to have a family and a childhood where he feels wanted. And I know you want him. But he's just a kid. And he loves talking about his mama going around and saving the world. But I know he wants a mama to tuck him in a bed at night. When he just kind of takes that and then averts her gaze from Ellie, starts wiping away some tears. You're right. I know you are. I know that this is not what should be happening, but it... If I had my way, I would be here with all of you. And if I had my way, my wife would still be alive. But I need to fix this so this doesn't happen to more people in this world. And I'm doing everything I can to make this world better for him, better for us, quickly. And I'm not gonna stop doing that because it's what I've sworn to do. It is what's right, it is what is my destiny. Wow. Once you finish your destiny, maybe you can make an oath to your son. She just kind of glares at her for that. I know you're not happy with the way your life is. I'm not either. 
but this isn't easy for any of us. And I'm telling you, if you keep pushing this off, one day you'll be ready and he won't be. I know. That's why I need to do this now. As long as you come back. Always. I'll always come back. Alright. Didn't really answer the dinner question. Are you hungry? You know... I could use a bite to eat. Okay, we'll get in here. She wipes away more more tears. <laughs> she, like, kind of pulls you in a side hug, mm-hmm. and you guys go inside. Yeah. Uh, and you stay there for a while. The, the tension dissipates a bit. Um... Ellie is not always this confrontational. You can tell things have been building. Mm-hmm. And after that conversation, you kind of fall into the cadence of siblings talking about things, talking about your parents growing up, those sorts of things. She lets you know what's happening at work. Tosh uh, shows you some of the, the stuff that Avi's been working on, little crafts projects. It's nice. You probably stay there for a few hours longer. Uh, Avi's sleeping soundly upstairs. The shouting didn't wake him up, I guess. <laughs> no, it's super soundproof mm. in a big city. <laughs> There's magical soundproof, mm. I'm sure, that you can pay mm-hmm. for, like, kids' rooms. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'll say with that, the night wanes on. That's where we'll end it. It's currently Wednesday, February 7th. We've just released season four, episode... What episode is this? 31? Episode 31. I hope you enjoyed it. hope you enjoy whatever episode you're on right now, if you're catching up or if you're on a previous season or whatnot. Um, Yeah, sorry I haven't been updating as much on the mid-roll announcements recently or the post-roll announcements, I guess. Um... Just busy with um, life stuff and other projects and um, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep them a little more sparse from now on. Don't expect them every episode, but um, most episodes, maybe every other episode. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I just don't have the the time or resources to do it in a timely fashion. Um, but anyway, if I, if I have something really important to update you about, I will do so. Um, and... Yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for providing our season four theme song. Um, if you want to check out his Patreon, go to patreon.com slash arcane anthems. 
You can find us on our socials on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Guildfellows. Amelia's still making a little graphic every week to make a little grid thing for everyone to enjoy. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend going to do that. We want to shout out our Red Circle subs. So we want to say thank you this week to Alice, our Red Circle subscriber. We love you so much and you make our hearts full. If you feel so inclined, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps the show grow and be seen by more people like you. We should be having um, a new episode come out next week. Um, we have some life stuff going on right now, which when aren't we having life stuff go on? Um, but just be aware we might have a, a sparse next few weeks, but we're, we're gonna finish out the season. I promise you we're, if it extends for a little longer than we anticipate, then that happens. But we have a few episodes left of season four, um, about five or six maybe. And, um, yeah, we fully intend on seeing that through and then doing some wrap ups for the show. Um, I'll keep you updated on those when I need to. Um, but just know that things might be bumpy for the next few weeks. Um, and I apologize for that, but you know, life, life gets in the way sometimes. If you haven't heard, I have a new podcast out with my friend Mel. Uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts lore podcast. It's called Shedding Starlight. If you're into the Kingdom Hearts series, um, I recommend you go check it out. And, uh, it's on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcasts. So yeah, that'll be it. Hopefully we'll have, um, an episode out for you guys next week. We'll see. Uh, if not, don't fret. We're not going anywhere. We're just kind of stalled. We're really invested in ending the story, so um, it will happen. Just uh, maybe not on, on consistent as a schedule as usual. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.